Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to our house, Joy 94.9's program about where and how we live in our diverse community. We will explore all aspects of real estate, but please seek professional advice before making financial decisions. Whether you're buying or selling, renting or sharing, upsizing, downsizing, or just thinking about where you'd like to live, this is the GLBTIQ Real Estate Show for you. My name is David Gale. And hello there, my name is Russ Masterton. Oh, welcome back, Russ. Thank you, David. Welcome back. Where have you been? I've been to India. I love India. Have you you been away? They call us the Punjab sisters, you and I, don't they? They do. Yes, Punjab, Russ. Um... What's happening? Well, I have to tell everybody a couple of things this evening. First of all, our gorgy Paul is off sick tonight. He's got the flu and oh. he will not be with us. So get well, Darles. You get well. He Mate. could have been the third Punjab sister, but he Well, no, anyway. no. He's got a bit of deli belly, I understand. So he's at home. No, he's got the flu. He's got the flu. He's got the so. flu. He's being massaged by the, his lovely husband and he's being well taken care of. So. As long as Bert the dog's looking after him as well. Oh, Bert, isn't she gorgeous? Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Now, listen, the other news I've got here... Here is um, this is the last hour house, David, and um, well, not forever, not forever, but at this time slot, Correct. we're moving next week. You know, we're going to be amongst the thick of it. Said Diabo. Oh yeah, we're all twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. When all those auctions are on, mm. it's all going to be happening. So, if you want some auction advice from from professionals, we do hope to get some on to tell you while you're driving around Melbourne on a Saturday afternoon what to visit and where to check out. The other thing is, and sad news, sad news for me personally, my cohort across from me, David, will no longer be on our house. This is his last show. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, look, no, no, no. It's been a privilege to be a part of this show. You know, we pitched the idea and we got it all up and happening and it's been an exciting process. And, you know, I can't make it in on a Saturday, but, you know, fortunately, Joy wants the program in the thick of it. And that's probably the most important thing. That well, that's when it is. continues on. Saturday, auction day, our house will be in there. Oh, and, yeah. David, I want to personally thank you for producing this show for the past eight months. It has been nothing but a pleasure working with you. Oh, it's just been a pleasure to be with you and Paul as well. Oh, oh, no, I'm not no, well, I'm not as professional as you, hey, so I just what wanted you to thank you. about tonight? There is a criteria segway, that's a, That was a perfect segue, yeah, by the way, that. David. Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep you in line. Okay, here we go. So Paul's away tonight. We've covered that. There is one, uh, say one criteria for music, and that is it must have something to do with our house or home. So the songs we played all night should have the word or um, information about house in it. Um, we're wow. looking forward to any questions that you may have for us tonight. We've got our special guest, Trentian. He's going to be talking about buying his first home and That's renovations. True. Now, there is something else, though, and we yes. were talking about this before the show. Remember when we first started the show, we had Gabe 
neighbourhood. Oh, you know that beautiful Barry Crocker. Oh, and his look, song. You know, have you got it on there? No, no. Have you got it? Yeah, yeah, I'll have a little look for it anyway. Okay. But, um, well, you know, we used to play this. Oh, I love it. Did you love it? Nobody can sing that song like Barry. We we were always looking at the gayborhoods each week. If somebody lives in a gayborhood and they want to tell us about it, what you think the best thing is about your gayborhood? We'd like to hear that tonight. We want to hear if if you're from St Kilda, if you're from Richmond, Port Melbourne, Armadale, Carnegie, wherever your gay, wherever your gayborhood is, we want to hear from you and we want to know who has got the gayest gayborhood in Melbourne. Do you think so? How how do people contact us? All they've got to do is send a message into us. Now, you can email us at onair at joy.org.au. Is there an SMS number? There most certainly is. It's 0427-JOY-949. And what about gorgeous Gord? Oh, my God. My gorgeous wee Gordy. He's waiting for a phone call from Mary Mary McGregor. You sound like Mary McGregor. I feel like my wee Mary (laughs) McGregor tonight. I do, David. Now, they put the phone, Gordon, on 1300-JOY-949. 1300-JOY-949, I say. You don't like it, do you? No, no. no. So if you've got a gayborhood, if you've got a gayborhood, we want to hear from you. What is the best thing about your gayborhood? Yeah. Oh, look, of course, we'll be looking at the current rates in the marketplace and some of the sales over the past weekend in our rates check segment. We couldn't have that a show without rates check. Drum roll. We're all here on a real estate journey oh, with you, as we're not the experts in real estate. So we've decided to call them in. And of course, we've got one in tonight to get them to share their experience and knowledge together. You're at home with David, Russ and Paul on Our House. I'm going to miss the rates check. It's my favourite segment. Now, I've just been checking Grinder. I mean rates check. Yes. And um, here we are. Now, things are starting to happen very early on in the year, way back in December, January, when there wasn't much happening with auctions. Hmm. To fill this segment, what we discussed was how there was a wee possibility that the rates may increase this week. Now, I was watching ABC Finance last night and the rumblings, the rumblings from the Reserve Bank are all coming through and there is possibilities um, that rates may go up. David. Well, they have started going up. Yes. Now, while we were both swanning around um, India yeah. last week, Amristan. they were starting to go up and there have been announcements by different banks and they're saying, okay, well, we're putting the rates up on uh, investor loans. Yes, they are. Yep. And interest-only loans. They are. So what, what that means for... Um, for future home buyers is um, what we believe is going to happen. And as and again, we are no no means um, experts, so We're you not. need to go We're and not. see your um, your mortgage broker. But the gist of what how we understand it as as laymen, a couple of homos in the um, studio here tonight, is that what this is going to do is put the brakes on um, spending, which means we're not going to have these massive high prices. Now, I don't I don't think tomorrow we're going to see a one point five currently priced at one point five million house is going to be worth eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. We're not sort no, of no, 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 but it hopefully will stop um, the um, the high high prices that we've seen for quite some time. Well, now. and also the growth in Melbourne last year on home prices was about twelve percent. Is that right? Correct. Yep. And in Sydney, even more. Uh, but you know, the growth in high home prices has been quite high. So it's going to put the brakes on that a little bit. It will. So that the the increase in, in interest rates is going to hopefully steady the prices or bring them down a little bit. Um, it's going to stop. Um, 
um, the biggest, biggest problem in our housing market these days are all of the investors buying up properties. This is the very reason why new homeowners cannot get into the marketplace. Yes and no. It depends on where it is. That's the thing. You know, well, like you can't in a city, you know, right? Do you think investors are buying up all those properties in outer suburbs? No. No. But do you want to live out in um, Melton West? Buyers do. And probably the majority of first-home yeah. buyers will buy a family home out in one of the, the new suburbs where they're going to build a new life with their children growing up and going to... Doreen, for example. Exactly. Well, beautiful bird. Beautiful. Um, but, you know, look, I mean, it, it will change the balance slightly in favour. Of course, we had the Victorian government with the announcement before we went away on holidays of those big concessions for um, new first-home home buyers, yep. stamp duty... Um, being abolished uh, up to 600000 and then between six hundred and seven hundred fifty thousand for a first-home buyer, there was a sliding scale. But um, that's a big plus for first-home buyers. And also that means that there... It doesn't mean that an investor is going to go in and go, oh, well, there's no stamp duty for that first-home buyer. I'll pay an extra stamp duty percent on top of it. They're going to go, well, maybe we might not be bidding for this one quite as aggressively. So, and you yeah, know, as a um, do uh, change the game. So potentially, if you um, took out a, you know, a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar home loan or a hundred and fifty thousand dollar home loan, and I was to come to you and say, "Hey, Dave, I'm this really cool cat from the um, Bank of um, New South Wales, and mm-hmm. guess what? I can offer you a interest only rate for the next ten years." What would you say to me? Personally, I probably wouldn't do it. Yeah, Because exactly. interest only is going to keep on going up. If the rates go up, it'll keep coming down if the rates are coming down. But at the same time, uh, you know, even if you paid $50 of principal yeah. every month off, at least you're starting to own a little bit more. Perhaps explain usually, an interest think, only well, rate. An interest only loan usually attracts investors because what they're looking for are the negative gearing tax benefits. So yes. whatever they pay in interest. And then they're looking in longer term for capital growth. So they're looking for properties that will actually go up hopefully a little bit better. So they're buying in a you know a, a depressed market or in an area where they might get a bargain and then they'll see capital growth because the money that's made on an investment property is really more so on the actual amount resale. that it goes yeah. up by mm-hmm. when you resell it. So, so as know, a new but home in that time the interest is a deduction against the income, so that's a negative gearing side. So again, so, as a layman, so I think that this decision where the interest-only loans will start to creep up in interest rate will also mean that some of the investors will go, oh, you know, I need to have a bit more money to put into this property, or you know, maybe I won't do this for a little while and all that sort of stuff. So, so they're hoping look, that the interest rate hike will deter some of the some of the investors. Exactly well, right. Yeah. Exactly right. But then right. in the end, you know, who's going to deter? The investor prop person that's buying another 10 properties or just the mum and dad investor that's just going, oh, we'd like to get an investment property to maybe future-proof Incre- ourselves increase and our not super. be on the pension. Yeah, so, increase our super. You know, it'll be interesting. I think we have to watch and see what happens and see how these affect you know, different segments of the market because it's a waiting game. It's a long-term game. And then lastly is a layman. Yeah. Okay, so you, you've kind of done your homework and... You know, interest rates are about to go up and you are told by your bank again to take this interest-free loan for the next five years. It's your first home and you think, oh, well, I can I can afford these repayments. Um, I'm not going to have to worry about paying anything off the principal for the next mm-hmm. for the next five years. Mm-hmm. Um, God, the, the rates are the cheapest they've been for 30, 40 years. Sure. Would you take it? I would go and see my mortgage broker. I'd go and see my accountant. I'd seek financial advice. Correct. Uh, because... 
we're not buying a shirt. I've said this before. You're not just going to no. the store. Oh, this this really hot little um guy in the store said, "Gee, you look great in that paisley blue and yellow shirt." Well, you know, it's not. You're not buying a shirt. You're actually buying a home loan. You're buying your future as well. Yep. So you can't look age inappropriate in your own in your own home, can you? Somebody said to me years ago, for every ten thousand you spend, you should sleep on it a night. Oh, well, if yeah. a home loan's three hundred thousand, there's thirty mm. nights you should be thinking about it. Absolutely, absolutely. Very good advice, mortgage brokers. Oh, yeah. Go and see your finance professionals. Now, this week's rates, people, three point five nine percent is the lowest with Greater Bank. Um, so um, it's a discount off their already competitive rate, and this is for loan, home loans over one hundred and fifty thousand k. Um, so Greater Bank has got the cheapest rate this week at three point five nine percent. The rest all follow through at three point seven five, uh, three point seven nine Australian Unity. Um, so they're the smaller banks, the yep. second tier banks. State custodians for three point seven nine. Big banks. What's the best of the big banks? The That's best what we of want the big banks. They're moving out of banks. cycle. They are moving out of cycle. Totally out of cycle. We've seen the NRB for months and months and months yep. since we've started the show here. They've always been the cheapest. Well, they're not anymore. The the cheapest um, this week is. Westpac with 4.02%, um, uh, a uh, loan for owner-occupiers, yep. um, which is which is very good for them. Buyer rate as well. Um, the what other one is uh, ANZ Simplicity Plus loan again for um, uh, for first-time buyers. Theirs is 4.3%, and our friends at NAB have gone all the way up to um, uh, 4.59%. That's for a um, a, f- a fixed five-year owner-occupier loan. So they're um, so the fixed also might be a good thing as well. But you know, once again, seek advice, professional advice, because we're not the professionals. No, we're hey, not. Now um, look, look, no, we're going to, but. Just before we do actually do our um, tops and bottoms... Oh, I love a top. Um, well, yeah, and I, I don't mind a bottom myself. Um, we'll be back in a sec. Hi, come on into our house on Joy 94.9. That's right, you're on our house, Joy 94.9, now, the one and only fantastic gay and lesbian radio station in Melbourne. We've got about the tops and bottoms. Well, we're running out of time because well, do you know interest how rates many? were very interesting. Tell us about tops and bottoms this week. I first want to let you know that there were 1,190 auctions in Melbourneia last week That's alone. That's huge. Was that huge. as much as the same time last 11. year? 1193. Last year there was 51. Same uh, time last year. It was Easter. Yeah. I looked at that stat and I thought, oh my God, my stats are out. But yeah. no, only 51 because it was Easter. So now during the week... eight market people are trying to sell before Easter. That's right, because that then you've got to change the way you sell your home. If you're going to the winter market, you've mm-hmm. got to put lots of fires on you've got to leave your um you know in-house fires on you've got to have lots of low cozy lights and you've got to have a roast in the oven Roberto so would tell you what to do he yeah so when people one of our early when shows. people walk into the house they smell that sunday roast and they say god i could see myself here it's so fabulous <laughs> absolutely gorgeous so oh, last trip. week 822 yeah. houses were sold at auction 151 were sold prior to auction 218 were passed in and uh the clearance rate was 84 percent, which That's is good pretty Pretty good for Melbourne. There were 286 private sales and um, uh, the volume of those was 82% as well. So all looking very good. Now, we've got some top houses. Tell us about the tops. Do you want to go top first? Yes, you tops do. Give me the Okay, Brighton. Brighton was the uh, most expensive house of the week. That was $5,530,000. All of I was those. going to say three million something. No, I'm five living million. In, five I'm living in the 2010s, aren't 23 I? 23 Canaan Street, Brighton. Then wow. we move further down as we go into 
Uh, Malvern. Oh, beautiful Malvern. It is a I quite like Malvern. Some yeah. of those houses are huge. I used to shop at Malvern Central when I lived in East St Kilda. Gorgeous oh. little... Where, what houses are going in Malvern? We've got 38 Wheatland Road for 3620000 Black Rock's up there for $3,601,000. Hawthorne East. I love Hawthorne and Q, especially Far Q. Yeah, 27 Hastings Road, Hawthorne East went for 3485000 dollars And Richmond. Richmond 3121, my suburb, yeah. gorgeous suburb. 40, 430 Victoria Street in Richmond, and it went for $3,400,000. So I tell you what, there's uh, some expensive top houses out there in the inner city and seaside burbs. What about the top apartments? Top flats for the week, Hawthorne East again. So we've got, um, did I say apartments or not? No, you said flats. Oh, well, yeah, of course, you. Come on. You always anyway, pick me got? up on We're that. I've got it. I'm moving right along. We're not going to do an hour of rates check segment as much as <laughs> I like it. Like, we've got a guest, you know. Yeah. Um, 80 St Helens Road, Hawthorne East, 2,491,000. Got Sandringham, went for 2,450,000. Brighton East, 2 million. Camberwell, 1,180,000. And um, Brighton, 1,765,000. the bottoms. It's time for bottoms. Ta- cha, cha, cha. In the bottoms this week, we've got 25 Brennan Street, Melbourne, for $249,000. That's, That's a house, yes. Melton, Melton South, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've had a few there. Out west, gorgeous place, Corio. Have you been to Corio? Corio. No, oh, excuse me. Yes, I'm from Geelong. I should know that yeah, one. No. Corio, 46 Backus Marsh Road, Corio, went for $270,000. That's just um, north of Nor Lane, which is a terrible suburb, but Corio is beautiful. Oh. Uh, we've got a place here called Kurunjung. Have you heard of Kurunjung? No. No? Does anyone? <laughs> can anyone <laughs> message in? Kurunjung. Yeah, that's Kurunjung. right. Kurunjung. I'll spell it for yeah. you. It's no, K-U-R-K-U-R-U-N-Jang. If you could message in where Karen Jang is we yeah, jumped okay. to here 291,500 two, two Balfour Road Melton West went for 300 easy yeah so it's a house in Melton West for 300 and 49 St Albans Park uh, sorry St Albans Street St Albans Park went for 305,000 so all of those houses the cheapest being in Melton South 249,000 what now, a bargain we've had the top apartments how about the bottom flats okay so we've got a bit of segue that's going to be happening at this so yeah, watch no, see if no, you can no, pick but it but I want to okay. talk about something the bottom of the bottoms yeah. was Brunswick West god isn't that amazing you didn't tell me about that no no how I, much was that 545 5-446 Albion Street Brunswick West $249,000 for an apartment in a city a the bottoms of flats yeah a flat in a city 250, okay. so $250,000 I'm shocked I'm Deposit, shocked by that $25,000 God I should have gone for that one myself for, you know, anyway I'm looking for an Airbnb <laughs> um, Heighton Heighton's out at uh, Geelong as well yeah. Geelong features so yeah. much in these rates uh, Thornhill Road Heighton $250,000 uh, Foot Disgray Frank Ocotso he's selling closing down yeah. would you believe um, 707 Barclay Street West Footscray for $260,000 mm-hmm. and um, then another oh South Yarra I, was, I just read Yarra how here. much for South Yarra uh, South Yarra for um Unit number 218, 31 Malcolm Street, South Yarra. I can't believe this is in the bottoms. You never see South Yarra in the bottoms, do you? No, we have seen it. $307,000 for a flat in South Yarra. That's good. good. Now, the apartment of the week, which I know you'll want to ramble on about for a moment, my dear friend D. Well, that's what I'm here for. DG. Carnegie um, had a bargain this week. Unit number 1867, Munya Road, Carnegie, went for only $305,000. Tell us about it, David. Well, I've got to tell you, it's a one bedroom, one bathroom, one car parking space. And it's at Moonya Moose, I think it was. 
No, the cloisters on Munia, <laughs> nestled at the rear of beautifully landscaped communal gardens. Now, look, it's a one-bedroom place for three hundred and five thousand. So it was advertised at two hundred eighty-five thousand. It went for three hundred and five thousand okay, dollars. If you were to take out a loan for, like, if you had your deposit of about thirty-one thousand, and your loan amount was two hundred seventy-four thousand. Uh, interest rate around about 4.5%. You're looking at about $1,400 a month, which is cheaper than rent for a one-bedroom apartment. We call now, this man the human calculator. Is it nice, it though? It didn't look great, but <laughs> the outside garden was oh, nice. It looks nice, yes. It was probably 70s built, maybe 80s built. Um, I had a look at the floor plan. Honestly, cheaper than rent. And you could do some things on the inside of it as well. So yep, I don't, you know. what Carnegie's quite a nice area. We actually know somebody in Carnegie. Oh, we do. This is the part where we introduce our special guest. Ah, Drumroll, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to Mr. Trent Smith. Trent, welcome to our house. Why, thank you. It's almost like a perfect segue in. Well, you know, we've been in our house for a good 26 minutes, so it's nearly time for another set of the <laughs> <laughs> It's time, um, we, time look, we introduced now, our guest. We asked you to come in tonight because this is our last one on the on the particular night, on the, the Tuesday night, and... What you've done over the last... When did you buy your first property? Oh, it'll have to be three years now. Three years ago. And we want to hear about your personal story of buying your first place. You've done some renovations as well? I most certainly have, yes. We have questions about that as well. Um, We want to know all about what you went through in order to buy your first place. Before we do that, we have actually got an SMS in, a message in, um, which is actually from Brad. He's a regular listener and he's saying, oh, I would have loved to have had my stamp duty waived on my first home loan. For that matter, I would have loved to have got a first home owner's grant. As young as Brad may seem, he is a little bit older, but they had abolished it during the period of buying his first property. Now, that Brad, I'm been, with you. I yeah. experienced the same problem. I was a young first home buyer, and again, there was no such incentive. Now, I'm going to tell you, you were at an advantage, though, because what happened was they introduced the first home buyer's grant. Hey, guess what happened? It was, let's say, $10,000. Every property went up by $10,000, or every property that was going to be for one that a first home buyer would buy went up by ten grand. Uh, Whereas this difference with this current thing is removing the stamp duty, it brings the first home buyer onto a more level playing field. But anyway. What's that other message uh, from Brad there? Tell me which bank gives you the best interest while swiping your grinder. Well, you're the expert, David. We've already done that. We've already checked out those interest rates, so that's the main thing. Um, And it's good that he's interested in the rates check as well. Look, we're going to be back with Trent in about two seconds flat. You're at home with David, Russ and Paul on Our House. Snappy fingers. I'm snapping away here. It's our house. It's uh, 8.33 in the evening in good old Melbourne town. I'm here with the lovely Trent Smith. Now, Trent is a um, a gorgeous gay man who lives in a place we've discovered called Carnegie. Trent, uh, when did you decide that you were going to buy your first home? Well... Look, I suppose it was a, uh, an ambition for, for quite some time. Uh, however, it was one of those uh, things that you perhaps never got quite around to and uh, you're saving that the deposit was to take me quite some time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I suppose it was about three years ago now and, uh, yeah, had enough deposit up when saw a, a broker and, and jumped on in. Okay. Certainly not on this show because it wasn't around there, but three years ago people were still saying, oh, you know, the prices will drop, the prices will drop. Well, Did they dropped. suddenly drop? No. No. And people were saying, oh, I'll never be able to afford my first home. I'll never be able to afford my first home. 
and you were probably one of those naysayers for a long time and then you just bit the bullet and went, I've got to save some money. Yeah, well, uh, I think that describes uh, the situation reasonably perfectly. Uh, I think they've been forecasting uh, house prices to, to drop for for quite some time, uh, probably if not a, a decade or more, and uh, we haven't seen them, them slip yet. So, And just so our listeners know, you're um, uh, in your 40s and... Um, have have got a career for yourself these days and so it was easy for you to make that decision was right it's time for me to be a big boy and, and grow up and and save to buy buy the first home i i did hear you say then which i found really interesting that you went to a mortgage broker now for me um when i first bought i i went straight to my bank that i've been banking with for a hundred years and and thought that they would just throw all of this money at me and i i found out that that was quite quite wrong because i didn't have a a savings history that was good enough for them to want to give me the money did you know to go to a broker or did you experience the same thing by going to your bank? Uh, well, look, a, a previous life I uh, I did in my, would have been late 20s, work for a, a bank uh-huh. um, and worked in the, the field of, um, of mortgages, actually. So right. I yeah, had a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of knowledge there, uh, however, you know that was enough probably to, to to push me down the road of going down the the broker path. Yeah. And how would and where did you get your broker from? That was through Aussie. That was okay. local in Carnegie. Ah, okay. okay, okay. So you found you found your local broker in Carnegie, and, and he persuaded you to buy in Carnegie. Oh, uh, well, not necessarily. I kind of had an eye on the that little southeast pocket. Uh, yeah. It was discovered but certainly hadn't um got to the the end of its uh run per se uh, so the, the prices weren't necessarily at the top end so if you tried to find an equivalent place in let's say south yarra or in south melbourne or in you know um carlton or or you know one of the inner city suburbs you would have been paying a bit more yeah yes yeah, certainly i mean over the, the last couple of years well we are three years four years in carnegie we've uh, had some fairly substantial uh, property increases is it a neighborhood? It is a semi-gayborhood. 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 Okay. So the men are hot at the gym, but they're too hard to find out whether they're um, whether they're uh, gay or straight. Is that the? Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, it is. But look, um, whereabouts were you living before that? What sort of area were you living? Glen Huntley, which is so a, a stone's throw from Carnegie. Okay, and before that, uh, Abbotsford. Abbotsford. So for a long time. You yeah, couldn't so have afforded to buy an Abbotsford again. So you sort of you're moving a little bit further. But then a lot of people find that even with renting, that you know, as the rents change, um, that they um, do sort of um, make it a little bit more expensive to live in the area that they've always desired. So either you've got to live in a less salubrious place or maybe move to another area. So then you found your heart in Carnegie. I did. I lost my heart in, in Carnegie. How long were you looking <laughs> for a property? Uh the long and the short of it, not that long. I suppose once the mortgage was uh, approved through the the broker, I'd done a little preliminary checking uh, around the the place, uh, mm. attended the the odd auction, etc. But uh, once I uh, put my head down and and now I knew I had the the money and I, I wanted to to get into something as quickly as I could. I don't even think it took three weeks in the end. Three weeks. Yeah. Oh, you lucky man. So is that? Uh, you know, I've just said in one breath, it's not like <laughs> buying a shirt. But at the same time, if you, we've heard from mortgage brokers before on this program, once you've seen a broker or or your bank or whoever it is and that you decide to go to, and you know how much you can spend, then you can go out shopping. So you d- you knew that you um, is, is that the norm? I'm, uh, my question is, did you? 
you got serious about it, then got the money and then went looking rather than looking and then going to see a broker? Uh, I suppose I got a, a feel for the market and what I could uh, afford uh, generally before I went and saw the, the broker. And it just so happens that the, the properties around the area where I was living at the, the time was, you know, quite suitable and in the, the price range. So um, yeah, I went and saw the, the broker and, yeah, it was a, probably a little bit opportunistic on the the property that I bought. But when you, you see something you, you like and it's at quite a, a fair and reasonable price, uh, you're there on the, the day. So I, I certainly put my hand up. What did you, what do you like in an auction? Are you one of those cool, calm and collected men or are you a, you know, throw it all in the air and look at me, look at me Come kind on, of... You were scared, surely. <laughs> Well, in another previous life, again, uh, <laughs> I did spend some uh, time working as a, an estate agent. You were. You've done all these things. Uh-huh. Oh, you're a real estate agent and a banker. God. Once upon a time. Uh, yeah. Quite some time ago. Uh, so, yeah, look, although I've never been a, an auctioneer, I was the... Um, the young uh, young fellow at the the time doing the carding at the side, which is the kind of the... Yeah. The guy writing down all the the figures, as people call them. Did you also have to spot the people that were bidding and all that sort of stuff? Yes, we had to do the occasional pointing. Just to make sure they didn't miss a bid. Exactly. Exactly. So um, how many auctions did you go to before you bought? Uh, That was the second auction. (laughs) (laughs) Just like buying a shirt. You're a gun. You're an absolute gun. Now, I'm trying to recall um, all of your story, but you... um, you knew you were onto a good thing when um, you saw what the um, uh, the reserve was, and you thought, you know what, this is too good to be true. I've got to got to go to this auction, right? Well, yes. Look, I only attended uh, this auction on the, the day because I actually had my uh, eye on a place around the corner that I was going to put a, a, an offer in on, um, and I, I thought uh, that this property that I was attending the auction today, which I was just going for a, a price comparison, uh, would actually be more expensive than the uh, property I was looking for—a nice, secure property. Um, yeah, recently renovated within the, the last 10 years, a, a good old solid 1960s block of a apartment. Yep. And, yeah, on the, the day, it was a cold, rainy winter day at the uh, at the end of a long, cold winter. Anybody else turn up? people showed up. Ah, and there's a tactic. Yes, we had a, a motivated seller. Oh, right. Who must have must have sold on the, the day. They'd already bought a, another property. Uh, nobody put their hand up, so I put in a, a bid and got the property. Fantastic. Yeah. So also, what, what you're actually telling is that you actually did some research. You knew what the value of the properties were in the area. You knew what other ones were selling for that were similar. Um, and sure, it was only a three-week campaign for you, but at the same time, you were you would have been out there. And let's face it, the information is there. You know, I looked up the um, the lower property tonight in Carnegie. The auction results are there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also on a little website today called Rate My Agent, and I'm not doing a plug for them, but it's a valuable tool in the fact that you can find out how different agents perform, whether you're buying or whether you're selling, mm. and choose using that. And it'll also give you top, you know, 50 um, sales in the di- particular areas that you're looking at. And there's all sorts of different ways you can go to the major um, websites, which I don't think I'm allowed to mention the name of, but we know who they are. And there's there's two particularly large ones, and they will they're valuable resource tools. They want you to get on there, and that's why they put those resources into the marketplace yep. to keep you on theirs and keep coming back. You can save properties that you're looking at. You can watch out what's happening and performing. Look at maybe um, uh, the same property that you're about to bid on and see what it was sold last time. So the information is there, and you've been doing research as well. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've done a, a quite 
quite a reasonable uh, bit of, of research on the, the properties and, and was willing to, to go to a, a price. And I suppose, yeah, look, there was, if you, you see, uh, don't look at a gift horse in the, the mouth, uh, I suppose, was the, the theme of the day that the property was certainly going at a, a very reasonable price. Nobody was interested. Nobody was there. So, um, I kind <laughs> so of did they take, did they take away your nerves? Um, Not having anybody else there? Yeah, look, it's certainly assisted. <laughs> oh, he's a man of steel. Look, we're talking to Trent about the first time he bought his first property, which was only a few years ago. Um, hopefully you can draw some um, conclusions and some, you know, maybe some tips there. And we'll be back in just a moment. You're on air with Our House. I'm Russ Masters and I'm here with David Gale. The lovely Paul McClure is sick tonight oh. and we wish him nothing but the best. He needs to be having a... You know, a hot lemon drink. Needs to be ready for the new program, 12.30 on Saturdays. Yes, our house is moving. Not this Saturday, but from the following Saturday. Our house is moving to 12.30 on Saturdays, right in the heat of the action. Oh, yeah. We're with Trent Smith tonight. He's a gorgeous young fellow from Carnegie. And he's been to that sizzling hot market of the auctions and all of that. People are scared of auctions. Did you you take anyone with you? Uh, no, because I wasn't planning to buy on the, the day. Okay. So I was just going for a, a bit of a, a look-see to, yeah, get a, a price comparison. And it was the right property. It was the, the right property. So in the right time at the, the right place and got yeah. a, a lovely little apartment. How long was the settlement? Settlement was short. Off the top of my head, I think it was, oh, I think it was 45 God, days. God, listen to this, man. That's he, pretty short. Three week sale period, settlement 45 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bang, you're in the place. What did yeah. you need to do to it? Well, it was in a bit of a shabby condition was it really yes it was but it was deliberate i wanted to buy a shabby place oh sorry i, I thought they deliberately made it look shabby <laughs> <laughs> no yes so, they left yeah. they left with having a bang didn't they but no no you wanted something to, you were going to home renovate didn't you correct so what, what have you been doing to this place well i got a little bit carried away in the early days uh so i actually had a 60 day turnaround for giving notice at uh, my rental property at the time so it did leave me with a 15 days to get there correct and start to do silly things like rip up carpet and pull out cupboards knock down walls well that was the plan but that's a long story that one isn't it a long tragic story so i'll come back to that in a moment yes we will but so um you so what sort of renovations have you done is that what you were going to ask? <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to ask. But you were looking at me and I thought, so Trent, what sort of renovations have you done? <laughs> I started with the bathroom. No, <laughs> I think, you know, probably the, the beauty of buying a, an old 1960s um, apartment uh, is that, you know, they're, they're pretty robust and, and they're, they're very solid. If they're going to move around and, and fall apart. That would have happened a, a long time benign, mm. uh, before now. I suppose one of the other advantages is that um, uh, they're quite a bit larger than their, their modern-day contemporaries. Yeah. And what you've got is brick walls. And anything you touch in those modern-day contemporaries <laughs> is going to crash around you if you start touching it. Uh, well, that's, that's yeah, the look, theory. I, I think that's the, the theory. And, um, I mean, they're not quite built to, to last. This is a, an old double brick premise. It's quite large for a, a single-bedroom apartment. Um, and, I mean, it's, you know, concrete floor, concrete roof, concrete wall. So the, you know it's the pretty solidly built, there. yeah. Uh, opportunities there that you you know you're not pulling out uh, walls or, or things along those uh, lines. Although I, I did want to pull out a wall at, at this place, but again, that's a, a bit of a, a long story. So no, well, well a, actually, you you said you wanted to pull out a wall, so you would have bought a thing. Oh, you know, maybe I'll take that wall out. 
uh, there was a roadblock in the way. What was that roadblock? It did seem like a good idea at the the time. So the apartment has got a, a little hallway as you, you walk in and, and split off to the lounge room and walk down to the, the kitchen. It just seemed like a waste of space uh, to, to me. And it seemed a perfect opportunity to pull this wall out. Yeah, make it into a bigger place. Exactly. Put in a, a little dining table, etc. So I did the right thing. Got a little structural engineer. It's like the in. wall of shame off to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Walk of shame off to the kitchen, isn't it? It is. Yeah, and, yeah. and what can you do with that space? Uh, not a a great deal, hang your, your coats or something. There's a little closet there, but um, nobody's really in enough. that. Nobody's in that one. No. Everybody's out in Carnegie. So you and Warren Dara Galenaro Gara Council didn't see um, eye to eye, I would take it. Well, look, I was a little surprised. A structural engineer came in. I got uh, a building surveyor guy to mm-hmm. uh, to draw up the paperwork that needed to, to happen. And he just thought off the cuff, I didn't know quite... I uh, know why, but he did Glen Iris City Council a, a call, uh, town planning department, to see if they had a, an interest, and apparently they did, which is a little bit of a surprise to everybody. Why would town planning have a, an interest in a small internal wall that can't be seen from the, the street in a, a department at the rear of a property in, in Carnegie, but they were adamant that they had a, an interest in my small, tiny wall? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we, well, they, they enforced a, a process where we, pulled back the, the plans from architecture or, or whatever they, they called it and uh, needed to, to be amended to show the property without the, the wall. And what was your wall? My wall was about a less than two metre, away, 1.8 metre wall. Um, and why did they want it? Well, nobody could <laughs> quite explain why town planning <laughs> would have a, an interest in, in this tiny wall. Um, yes, and I suppose, look, to get Did you learn a lot ways. about yourself and about dealing with councils over this period? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. And you lost the outcome? Uh, I think you chose not to pursue it any further. I did. The The capital expense far outweighed the value that it would add to yeah. the, the property. And However, I did torture myself by going through that whole arduous process. Often not worth it. Often not worth it yeah. to, to finally get the uh, the final figures in. Just out of interest, um, the people that work at that council building will one day die <laughs> and you'll be able to uh, possibly go into some new, fresh, young-faced people and say, hey, what do you think about this? They, they'll say oh, well that's a load of rubbish so now okay, did you always dream that you were going to be a renovator i just couldn't do it i'd be too scared well i wouldn't recommend it now no <laughs> <laughs> but things you've done there have turned out really well uh look it's a comfortable uh, apartment i have been able to to decorate it and uh, renovate it in something that i'm very happy and, and comfortable to the to tiles to. in the bathroom yeah. are gorgeous look, I, I just I took a step back they. Did you lay them yourself? No, I didn't. You got but professional. You did, no, yeah. you did lay the um, the wooden tiles in the um, lounge area. I did you? have a crack at oh. that. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I suppose saving money was a, an interest. Well, of course, because we had who did we have on a little while back who's renovated her whole house over a period of ten years. I think that was Sarah. That was Sarah, yeah, of course. She, she did so, the renovation. You, know, you can once you've moved in there, you know, you can start doing that. How and long was again, your renovation, um, Trent? Longer than it needed to be. I think a, a bit of forward planning may well have helped. Yes. Uh, and not just running in on the. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to say a bit of foreplay <laughs> would help. <laughs> it helps in any situation, well, doesn't it? But anyway, some forward right. planning. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. <laughs> you um, bring them over, and the next minute they're painting your walls. But you know, once you buy your first place, you're starting to say 
save that money if you you know and meet your mortgage and then you can see oh look there's a little bit left over i can spend that on a new set of knockers for the front door or i can spend it on an plantation blinds yeah, i love plantation them, love blinds them. And yeah, yeah. Like that. is there any more for you to do in the renovation well i have a small amount to do in the the kitchen but i've got to the point now where the, the you kitchen... don't cook anymore no no, no, no. <laughs> you need no, a break no, the kitchen with yeah, i need a, a break, a break the from the kitchen all of is, yeah. is, is you know in, in quite a usable condition but uh, i think i kind of burnt myself up by gutting the place initially then <laughs> realizing that you probably needed to sequence things so i, I lived in a, a a cold a concrete box for, for yeah. quite some yeah. time. And but it's not no. good over a winter, is it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> so <laughs> even th- worse did you paint summer, it? Summer, actually. Did you paint it? Yes. What colour did you? Was it a was it an antique white or a <laughs> or a, a mellow yellow? <laughs> Or no, just beige. It is. It is a, a lovely beige. Oh, is that's it? A with, some, with some feature walls. Oh, oh. okay. It sounds very nice. Yeah, yeah. So prefer a roller or a brush. If you American if you were about to if you were going to give some advice to somebody, what would your piece of your best piece of advice about buying your first property would be? What would be your first? Best piece of advice: Buy something renovated. Don't do it yourself. Oh. Thank you very much. Because then, a I man after you, my own heart. Well, then I was going to ask you: <laughs> If you were about to renovate your first place that you just bought, what would be your best piece of advice to give to somebody? Don't do it. Yeah, just don't yeah, do it. it's that simple. Or do it in sequence, maybe. Or plan yeah, it a look, little I, bit more. I think uh, do it in sequence. If you you need to tackle the the wet rooms and the, the hard rooms first. Uh, I.e., the the bathroom needed to to be done first. But of course, that is the, the furthest uh, room away from the, the front door. So every room before the the front door basically couldn't be touched till the the bathroom was done. Um, and uh, you know when a bathroom's being done and Generally, that's a two to three week period, uh, and it makes it you know pretty close to, to impossible yeah. to, to live at the the property. And because I needed to wait so long to get the the bathroom. What special done. features did you put into the bathroom? Well, look, it's quite nice. Uh, yeah. So we ripped out the the old shower over bath, which seemed to be a, a standard of the nineteen mm. sixties. Oh yeah. Mm, so, so you got a wet room now. Got a big, nice big wet room, big walking oh, shower. A wet room. I would one. love one. I really would. Yeah. I've got this old. I don't, it's a thing. I've got one in my head. We walk in up and it's gorgeous. No, we walk, walk in. You could fit about six people. Oh, we walk into ours, and the next minute the entire house is, is wet. I need to, I need to do a home renovation, but I'm going to sell instead. Look, unfortunately, we're not here. Steam and room. I know I did call this uh, last section of the program banging on with David and Russ, but we haven't got time to do that anymore because it's it's the end of our program virtually. Oh, um, no, we've got a message. Of course, will be triple bypass. They're coming up at nine o'clock very soon. And what what sort of message? Have we got there? Oh, we've got Rob's just messaged in from Carnegie, and he and his partner have just born in Carnegie. So you've got a you've got a neighbour here called well, Trench. You can be gabers together, Rob yeah, and his it partner is, and it's Trench. It's becoming a gaberhood uh, suburb. So look, that's all from us this week. Now, of course, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, our house moves to twelve thirty. It's very important that you note that time because we know we've got many people that. Thank love you, listening. David, again for all your assistance okay. on the show. Look, you I've it, enjoyed every minute. Now we have got a couple of messages, and all then right. we're going out with a song. Trent Smith, it's been great having you on on our show tonight. We look forward to having you on again. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.